Yeah, that. Should, I, uh, we, we should do Rick and Morty. Oh, we should. Give that 10 seconds. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Star Trek Lower Decks Review, Season 1, Episode 1. Space. The final frontier. This is the second contact team. Yeah, uh, I hate to see what the third contact has to do. <laughs> right? So, hi, um, we're gonna help you with your plumbing. So, is space technically really the final frontier? I mean, haven't they in the show, like, done time traveling and all that kind of thing? Yeah. But they still haven't finished exploring space. True. I mean, to be fair, we haven't exactly finished exploring the oceans. True. That might be the final, final frontier. Yeah, I think we know actually more about space than we know about them. Yeah. So We've this... had more people in space than we have in the bottom of the ocean. Alive, that is. <laughs> yeah. We've had more people go into space and come back than have been to the bottom of the ocean and come back. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the ocean is probably one of our biggest graveyards. Oh, yeah. Actually, fun fact. Ooh, good. There is a... Um, there are certain places that... The, uh, usually it's, I think, um, Lake Superior is one of them, where there are so many shipwrecks that it is a graveyard and is considered a graveyard and it's desecrating to go down and explore those depths. You have to get, like, actual licensing or whatever the fuck it is and then you have to go down and I mean when you go down you're not allowed to take pictures or anything like that because it's considered grave uh, desecrating a gravesite. I mean give it a couple hundred years and can call it archaeology. Nope they still are considering it a a gravesite. How long do you have to wait? I don't know. So. Zombies. I know, right? Has Star Trek ever done zombies? Um, sort of, but not quite. They've done macroviruses. They've done mutagenic uh, viruses that mutate our cells into pre-evolution beasts I think Worf ended up turning into some sort of weird bug because of that virus hmm. 
it's been a while since I saw Next Gen. That's going to be my next binge. Uh, <laughs> next Gen is my next binge. But um, the next bingeration. But I don't know if they've ever done actual zombies. Huh. I mean, the animated capacity of it means that they have more to work with than, say, live action because they don't have to base it around a humanoid frame. That's true. Like that uh, giant spider thing. Imagine seeing that in an RL uh, Star Trek series. <coughs> yeah, and um, you know, technically if you were to, you know, gather a couple of those spiders you could run run a really messed up brothel oh god <laughs> it's like get your full body suck on that's so wrong hey hey you know it'd be somebody's fetish yeah 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 there is actually a fetish called boar we're getting eaten as part of their kink. Yep. It's weird. I don't get it. But yeah. I'm not kink. Sh I just... consider it weird. But if that's your thing and nobody actually gets hurt because it's a fiction, I don't care. Yeah, wait till Shriek <laughs> Razor invented. I'm kidding. No, there is also a size kink. That's true. Like super big versus super tiny, which again, I find kind of weird. But, yeah, hey. I mean, some people you like do. some people, which like, is also a different kind of kink called salt sust. No, that's my kink. I'm kidding. Which uh, Loki did in um, the series Loki. That is true. Spoiler alert. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, some people's kink are feet. Feet are gross. Yeah, either. <laughs> I don't like feet. Now, my kink is uh, being uh, yelled at, humiliate, humiliated for millions of dollars. Anything. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, as long as I'm getting paid millions of dollars, I don't care. My kink is being left alone. Oh, that's a nice kink. <laughs> my kink is being not hit on. So, so what lesson have we learned? When you get bit or stung by a mysterious bug on a different planet, you go to the infirmary. Yeah, yeah. They've had... How many times have they had to, that? And it's like, why does nobody learn the lesson? Although I do love at the end, it's like, ah, Ransom just tried to eat a few people. Nothing, no big deal. Same old, same old. Like, did I eat meat? Did I eat any meat? Did I eat a human? Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't much. How much did I eat? I mean, to be fair, it's also like the uh, captain's fault too. Because I would have set up a system that's like, 
you go on planet, you come back, you immediately get checked up. Yeah, but first of all, keep in mind, this is second contact, not first contact. So all those kinks should have been worked out the first go round. Yeah, that's true. But also, they usually, on first contact, do have a medical workup before, I mean, after you come back. That's good. They have, like, procedures where, plus, they have a biofilter in their uh, transporters. Oh. Hey, I never really watched it because it's like really stupid. But I saw like clips of it. Um, cat doctor voice sounded like a character from Glee. I've never seen Glee. I've never seen bits and pieces of Glee. You're lucky. My sister loved it. Ugh. But, uh, I can look it up quite easily. Because, guess what? Well, yes. There is a guest appearance by somebody very special. Let me guess, Q. At the end of, yeah. He, it, it has no pertinence to the episode itself. Yeah. He, it's no correlation to anything like, oh my gosh. Just oh, randomly the new popped up. Yay! Cool. Ooh, nice. Uh, and there's already a third season set. Ooh, nice. Orville, please hurry your ass up. Right? Ah, oh, Timmy's cute. Like, as a real person. So do you think- <laughs> well- You've already, like, seen it all, so you probably already know. But would you say this uh, show is going to go, like, the serious route or the more comedic route? It's a little of both. It's kind of Orville style. Like, oh my gosh, Rutherford's first name is Samantha. Oof. His first name is Samantha. <laughs> oh, Ransom's played by Jerry O'Connell. He was uh he played Mallory in the Sliders. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Me either. But as soon as I saw his face, I'm like, I know who that is. That's the dude from Sliders. Um Let's see. They had a new Roswell series. They rebooted Roswell. Oh, I don't think I finished the old one. Me either. I saw like the first season and then it became such a kid, like such a teen drama thing that I gave up on it. Wait, remind but me, what was the, what was the thing of Roswell? It was some alien kids trying to live as humans or something. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That sounds like a long, long time ago. Yeah, that was back in the 90s, I think. 
But there's a new series, Roswell, New Mexico. And the doc is on that one. She was also in um, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which thankfully only lasted two seasons, apparently. Because Wait, what? Maybe three. Rise of the TMNT. So I blanked out. Episodes. Two seasons. I blanked out lasted. after you said Bride of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ew, Kiki. No. Rise. Okay. Oh, Rise. Okay, you know, Rise. You know, that really crappy animation. Oh, okay, yeah. The one that was just like facepalm the second I watched it, and I only watched like four episodes, and I'm like, I can't. I'll tell you one thing about this uh, show. I thought, at first, I thought, I was like, okay, this is one of those, like, cartoons for kids to keep kids into it. And then he got his, like, sliced up. I was like, oh, no. That's yeah, not... yeah. <laughs> no. And then it's that spider of, thing. It's kind of Star Trek meets Rick and Morty. Oh, she was in... She was in Supernatural, the doc. Ooh. One episode. <laughs> I love, I like Supernatural. I never got into it. Yeah, a lot of people say that. She was in an episode of American Dad. She was in an episode of Californication. I've never heard of most of these, or never seen most of these. Parks and Recreation I've heard of, I've never watched it. I think Californication, everybody was just high. It starred David Duchovny, so I watched an episode, but I'm like, eh, not really that good. Yeah. Uh, Aliens in the Attic? <laughs> okay. Sounds vaguely okay. familiar. I want to look this up now. Note to self, look that up later. <laughs> I've never heard of it, but she's in it. The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Mad TV, Scrubs, Dragonfly. Nope, she was not in, um, in that. Oh, oh, oh God. I, I remember Aliens of the Attic. I've never heard of it. it yeah, it wasn't the greatest movie. It's pretty much one of those... E.T. ripoff movies. Um. Bunch of young kids find a bunch of aliens living in their attic, and it's like, ah, oh, we'll be friends. Oh, so cute. We shall suck out your brains. I made up that last part. Ah. Uh. Space. See. Before I watch, before I watch this uh, episode show, uh, just by the name of it, Lower Decks, I kind of thought it was still taking place on the Enterprise, but they were oh. like the night shift or whatever, and they just all worked on Lower Deck. Yeah. No. Nope. It's uh... completely. Well, I heard heard of it from um from Kyle actually. Not Kyle Hill, but Kyle in our group, who has been on in ages. Long time. Uh, <laughs> Join us, Kyle. Join us now. Join us. Speaking of joining us, let's get your ass in here. Uh, 
but yeah, he it, it he told me about it, and I'm like, oh, cool, I'll look that up, and it's really fun. It's like an animated Orville, but in the Trekverse. I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to make a cartoon show. They It didn't, though. Oh. Fun, fun fact that apparently not a lot of people know about. There was an animated series right after the original series starring the same actors. Oh. I'm guessing right it did not do that well. Ended sometime before Next Gen or whatever. They had an animated series that lasted, I don't remember how long. <sighs> I'd have to look that up. But, yeah, there was an animated series. So I don't like know this is true. Wait. One second. There we go. But um apparently when um Spock or no not Spock, uh Picard or whoever was doing their captain's log the whole Stardate mm-hmm. thing, et cetera, et cetera, was apparently, yeah. like, the season and episode number. Really? I think. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I would have to look that up, but I mean... I don't think so. Hold on. I was looking for something else real quick. That's the soundtracks. That's writer. Producer. I was looking at William Shatner's thing to look up um, your animated series. But damn, he's been in a lot of shit. Like, even as himself. Star Trek the original series I just realized aired during the second Doctor run 1966 to 1969 but if I remember correctly the animated series also involved them yep Star Trek the animated series 1973 to 1974 there were 22 episodes Ooh. And it is starring all the same guys. Shatner, Nimoy, Kelly, Takei, Nichols, 
Barrett, uh, Michelle Barrett. Ah, she was a gem. And James Duan, who, fun fact, looked my grandfather looked a lot like James Duan. <laughs> but yeah, Michelle Barrett, she played Alexana Troy and the computer. She's like. I was like, we need him. She's like, why? What's for? Oh, he's useless. We need the slime. Yeah, protect that slime. For some reason, I think it probably tasted and smelled like grapes. And now I really want spider milk. Yeah. Probably blue. <laughs> milking that spider though yeah I they could probably milk its fangs I could see that Also, there were a lot, they used a lot of like different, they had so much more variation in the uh, crew than they did in most other Star Trek series because the costuming for the other Star Trek series are so like, you know, for real life, the costuming is time extensive. Like, putting on all those layers of makeup or putting on all that stuff for, like, the Bolians and the um, Katarans and the and Dorians with the eye stalks and all that stuff. Klingons. Which, I mean, the Klingons having a main Klingon character is pretty easy because you just have the one headpiece that you put back on. Yeah. But having a main character being one of those weird ones or like with the spots and stuff or even more out there like a cat person. Yeah. That takes a lot of time. And so having a bunch of crew members as the, in the main cast that have those kind of variations would take a lot of time and makeup. They usually only have a few token char- background characters that pop up now and then, plus the main characters being, you know, human and uh, Vulcan and maybe a Klingon or two. You know? Yeah. But being animated, the animation takes kind of the same either way. So it's a lot easier to add a more inclusive crew. So, you get a bigger mix of characters in there. And hey, how dare she not be interested in a door opening? No, no, no. The door didn't open. Oh, yeah. The um, red alert overrode the um, combat lockout thing. So, and honestly, how 
dare she not be interested in that? She just wanted to go make out. How how rude. I know. It's like, come on. Although, I mean, now we kind of have our Tom Paris, Harry Kim set up for the series. Because tell me Mariner is not the Tom Paris replacement. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> and Boimler is totally a Harry Kim. Like, Ensign, first, you know, his first ship being the, it, being an Ensign on his first ship. Like, he, he's totally a Harry Kim. Play by all the rules. Follow all the codes. Except for the cheat codes. That's where Mariner comes in. Cheat codes bad. <laughs> well, I mean, if you use them correctly. But, yeah. So... Yeah. So, like I said, I'm taking totally, notes. So many references. You totally also, let Jack Jack watch this episode, didn't you? Yeah. Of course. Um. Mariner has a very interesting holodeck program. Uh, these are highly detailed. Yeah. <laughs> You may want to step back. Yeah. Although with all the roids those guys probably took, I I'm sure there wasn't much to look at. Aside from the muscles. And I do have to say that that warp core Pretty fascinating. That is a sexy warp core. It is. As long as it doesn't go. So. Because it'll just get everybody to vote Saxon. If you were to go into the hollow deck. Something I wish existed, which I could see in a few years happening. <coughs> but if you're going to go on a holodeck and said, holodeck, show me the holodeck. Would it just go like, what? You are in the holodeck. That yes. is illogical. It's like, you're in the holodeck. How can I show you something that you're in without? <gasps> no. No, I don't think that would cause a recursive feedback loop and blow its brains out. Damn. I mean, to be fair, I said holodeck, show me my true love does not compute. No, no, no. Then it would show the warp core. I'm more of a, I'm more of a deck guy, actually. You like those nacelles. 
Yeah. Hey, I mean, it could have been worse. Uh, the thing with Worf could have happened. Which thing? Uh, remember in Orville where um, they had a holodeck that actually got infested with porn. Oh. Yeah. That wasn't Worf. I Worf forget his. I, I forget his name. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It blocks out porn too. Porn, 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 porn. Yeah, all it is is like asterisk, 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 question mark. Viewers are probably gonna wonder what the hell is going on. <coughs> wait, 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 wait. Corn, porn, corn, porn, corn, porn. <laughs> corn, star, 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 star. Corn, star, 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 star. Corn, star, 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 star. <laughs> I gotta admit, it picks it up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, sort of. I got a minute. Picks it up pretty well. <laughs> Better than my watch. Every time I talk, uh, try to talk to text on that thing. Although it could be my map, because I'm usually doing it at work, so I don't have to pull out my phone and reply to people. But it's constantly misreading me, especially when I use names, like proper names. It's like I don't know that word. Fuck! I'll just use the closest thing I can think of. Which is funny, because my watch is English, not um, Georgian. What are, I'm trying to think, what would I... What is a holodeck? What would I think of? Probably a nice secluded place. No, although yeah. I wonder if, like, the holodeck has, like, sensors to, like, Oh, hey, you're about to run face first into the wall. No, 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 because the holodeck kind of ends up being like a um, treadmill almost. Oh. It reforms the environment around you, so you end up walking in circles. So, what if you had like four people walk in like four different directions? Then they would end up the uh, environment, whatever isn't used, would end up disappearing and reforming. So you'd have four different little sections. And if you looked at the top of it, you'd see four different environments just like cut off at a certain point. Huh. Now, I wonder if, um, well, Relatively. If we have any Trekkie viewers in the uh, thing that know more about the holodeck than I do. Yeah, because our main one's not here. Yes, I mean facetious. And uh, we don't have uh, 
Yeah, I'm and gonna... We don't have a uh, Discord to wake him up. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of wonder if uh, the uh, Draconic is not the, not the app. Now, I'm kind of wondering if, um, like, Holodecks... I'm saying it, like, in Star Trek uh, terms are relatively new, or they've always been a thing? Oh, no, they've been around since... Uh, in terms of the franchise, they've been around since the 80s. They've been around since the very first episode of Next Generation, at least. I don't, I don't remember if they were in the movies. I don't think so. But, wait, no. I think they were, but I don't know if Generations came after or before. I know it was featured in Generations, but I think Generations happened after Encounter at Farpoint. Um, <clears throat> but I know it's been around at least since the 80s. Because that's when Encounter at Farpoint happened. Which was the first episode with Bob Black Hugh. <laughs> Hugh the powerful. Hugh the Great, which is also my uh, Twitter handle for my Q roleplay. You know, uh, you probably didn't know this, but uh, Q actually has brothers. Nobody knows anything about them because they're all silent. No, Q actually has an entire family. Oh, I know. I mean, an entire um, continuum. Oh, I know. I was just making joke on the word Q. Uh, oh, Q, you. <laughs> Yeah, he was in uh, the holodeck at least was around since 87. At least. Because that was when the first episode of Next Generation happened. Um, Let's see what Memory Alpha has to say about this. Or Wikipedia. Wikipedia is the first one that popped up. Um... Oh, holodeck, the Star Trek holodeck was inspired by inventor Gene Dolgoff, who owned a holographic laboratory in New York City. Star Trek created Gene Roddenberry met Dolgoff in 1973. The first appearance of the holodeck in Star Trek came in Star Trek the Animated Series in the episode The Practical Joker, where he was, it was called The Recreation Room. In this episode, Dr. McCoy, Sulu, and O'Hara are trapped inside it by the ship's computer. The holodeck was a frequent plot mechanism in Star Trek The Next Generation, beginning in the, with the 1988 episode The Big Goodbye, in which the holodeck played a central part of the plot. Although, it was in the first episode, because that's when we first meet uh, Data and Wesley. They're in a um, forest thing that wasn't listed here, but no, that was the, it was a short little brief introduction to the holodeck, but it was still in the first episode, Encounter at Farpoint, Part 1. Oh, damn. What? No, wait, no, what you said. Oh. 
the fact that Wikipedia had something wrong or the fact that uh, it's been around since the 70s. It's been around since the 70s. Yep. I don't remember that episode because when I watch, honestly, when I watched Star Trek the Animated Series, I kept falling asleep. <laughs> I'll be honest here. Well, got anything else to say about this magical episode? Uh, oh, here, now it's mentioned. Cool. Um... The environmental objects and people are created from a combination of projected light, force fields, and replicated matter using the same technique as food replicators. Holographic projections are solid within the holodeck and be, can, uh, can be interacted with if they were real, but disappear instantly when the program ends or degrade rapidly if removed from the holodeck. However, some episodes do show simulated matter persisting beyond the confines of the holodeck, such as an encounter at Farpoint in which Wesley Crusher falls into a holographic stream and remains wet after leaving the holodeck. Wasn't there a Star Trek episode with, like, an evil, with, like, a Moriarty or something? Yep. Um, living characters within the holodeck can be given varying levels of intelligence from a total lack of imagination to fully interactive, convincing uh, simulations of human beings and other sentient beings, even including self-awareness. Users can observe a scenario passively with none of the simulated characters recognizing their presence, or it can take an active role playing the part of one of the characters in the narrative. The metaphysical question of uh, raised by self-awareness simulated characters are explored in several Star Trek episodes, including Elementary Dare Data, in which a holodeck recreation of Professor Moriarty becomes self-aware and demands a life outside the holodeck. Unable to meet his demands, Captain Picard saves Moriarty's program against the day when that will be possible. A story arc spanning the entire series of Star Trek Voyager is the development of a holographic emergency medical program known as the Doctor from intelligent <laughs> but limited... Yes, yes. <laughs> and the fact that it's the Doctor with no other name. Would be a very fun crossover that I might write at some point when I have time. It's like, I'm the doctor. Doctor who? No, no, no. I'm the doctor. Oh, you don't have a name either? No, I do. I'm the doctor. Okay, but you just said you don't have the... You just said you had a name. What is it? The doctor is my name. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that. Maybe I should just be the doctor. Hey, hey, hey. That's my thing. No, no, okay, that'd be funny. It's like, you have somebody that's literally named uh, the Doctor, or just Doctor, and it's like, Doctor, we need you in medical stat! It's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's like, but, Doctor, yeah, that's my name. So wait. Hey, 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 or, or even, um, there was a meme I saw where it's like, yes, I'm a doctor, I have a PhD, I'm a doctor of mathematics, and yes, whenever somebody asks, is there a doctor in the house, I say, I'm a doctor, and I have no idea what I'm doing with saving a person's life, so they end up dying, and I've, I've killed four people this way. I read, I read another version of that, where it's like, like, so I was on an airplane, and so I got, is there, is there a doctor here? And I raise up my hand and says, I'm a doctor. 
I completely failed that it really wants me to go into medical school. <laughs> uh, I think we've said all we can on this episode. And we even made My Little Pony and Doctor Who references. And we made Star Trek reference, too. <laughs> this is Star Trek. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's one giant reference. Exactly. It is the reference. Just like when we do Doctor Who, that is the reference. Uh, we even made an Orville reference. I bid the adieu, people. Make sure to subscribe because we are sexy. Well, at least I'm, I am. No, we're not, but... Blip. I, some of us have sexy voices, just not Maedra. No, that's me. Last word.